From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Imagine being a parent and you, with a brand new baby and getting almost no sleep at night. And you hear that little teeny voice, that very small, whiny voice that's so delicate and adorable during the day, but in the middle of the night, it's a pain in the butt. You have to feed, then diaper, then feed, then diaper. Then you realize you have the clothes to wash, you have to do the grocery shopping, you have. You wish your husband or you wish your wife would do more, and you've got to manage a job, a career, and your circuits are overloaded. Your mental circuits are totally on overload. There just aren't enough hours in the day to get everything done, and you're just pulling your hair out. Add to that, you may have decided to go back to school to advance your career, and you've got your elderly parents to take care of. And of course you want to exercise daily because you want to get rid of the baby fat, or you want to get rid, you want to make yourself feel fit because summer's coming. It's so easy for any of us to get into that mode where we feel like we're mentally drowning. And also, it doesn't have to be these big things. It can be very small frustrations that can set us off. For example, the other day, I felt anxiety creeping through my skin. And that's very rare for me because I have so many skills. I'm very lucky to be in this career. So I took a closer look at this. What caused this anxiety? Why this huge rush? Well, during the day, I had had a two-hour break. That's wonderful. I can get a lot of work done. I needed to call insurance companies for clients. So these are the medical insurance companies. So I said, oh, good. I can take care of all of this busy work and move on, you know, feel real accomplished. I got on the phone and called the first insurance company. And I went through the menus that I'm used to going through. And I finally get to where I need to be. I get the, a woman with a lovely syrupy voice. And she tells me, that I have the wrong number. I'm on the chiropractic line, not the mental health one. So that gave me a feeling of, you guessed it, frustration. So I start all over again. And this happened over and over again. I would go through all of the phone menus. One time I ended up with Japanese Supply Company. And I'm thinking, oh my God, what are they selling? Another point I was on hold for 10 minutes and I just said, this is it. I can't stay on hold any longer. My frustration meeting, meter is just popping here. It's, it's off the, the charts. So when you invest so much time to complete something and nothing gets done, you can get amazingly frustrated over really petty stuff. This is not big a big crisis in my life. So how do you manage your own mental overload? Each one of us privately needs to have methods to manage overload, mental overload. And we're not taught this. So if you're screaming to yourself, I just can't handle it anymore. Everyone wants a piece of me. Or it's too much. My life is so out of control. Then stay tuned because later in the show, I'll be talking with a thinking expert, Jean Maroney Binswanger, and she'll give us all some tips on how to handle an overloaded life. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. 
I'm a clinical psychologist, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And even though it's not therapy, it doesn't replace therapy, that's what I do for a living. I give advice, and this is an opportunity to get some free advice. So you can pick up the phones right now and call me with any question that's bothering you from your elderly parents to stress management to problems in your relationship or your sex life or problems with parenting. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll-free, one 877 drkenner You can jot that down and call me with your questions. Now, we have a lot more on the agenda. Imagine that your birthday's coming up, you're at a new job, and the girls at work want to celebrate it in their usual way, which is maybe some cake and cookies or sending you flowers to work. Now, what could be wrong with that? Well, what if one co-worker's son died a year earlier and your birthday date is the one-year anniversary of her son's death? Can you celebrate and grieve in the same office? What's that going to be like to be celebrating your birthday when she's mourning the loss of her son? How do you manage that situation? It's like having your birthday on 9-11 and trying to celebrate it with friends in New York City who lost loved ones during the 9-11 attacks. So we'll talk about that. And on a different note, should you force a 16-year-old to attend his grandma's funeral? He doesn't want to go. He wants to keep his memories of grandma as they are. He doesn't want to see her dead. Are you sheltering him if you let him bow out? And what do you say to family and friends who say, Oh, where's Joey? You know, where is he? How come he's not at the funeral? Should you force him to go? Or are you respecting his rights to not go to his grandma's funeral? I'll answer these questions and your questions coming up. Again, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenna, clinical psychologist. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And right now, I want to turn to our after-hours line and listen to a woman who feels terrible and anxious. Dear Dr. Kenneth, I feel terrible. I feel anxious. If you can give me any advice, I will be happy. Okay, listen to the pacing of your voice, too. It's very slow. And so I suspect that that, ang- that feeling terrible means that you feel depressed, you have some hopelessness, you feel like there are no solutions. I- I'm not hearing someone that's revved up and really super anxious, like, oh my God, what do I do, what do I do? It's that, not that type of energy that I'm hearing from you. Now notice what I'm doing. I'm doing detective work. That's what each one of us needs to learn for ourselves. And again, none of us are taught this. So you don't want to beat yourselves up for not knowing how to decode your own emotions, not knowing knowing how to read your own mind. But it's a learnable skill. In fact, it's a fascinating skill, and it's relatively easy once you have the right resources. So many of us say, I feel terrible, I feel anxious, and I don't know why. I just don't know why. And they take that I don't know why as an endpoint, it dead ends their thinking. Instead, I always tell my clients, when you hear your own mind saying, I don't know why I feel this way, I just don't know why, don't take that as the end point. 
take that as the starting point of your thinking. The starting point of therapy is you start with an I don't know and you get to an aha, I get it, I know. That's where you want to go. So you can start asking yourself questions. Why am I feeling this way? The anxiety means uncertainty or self-doubt. So where are my pockets of uncertainty or self-doubt? Where are my big pockets of uncertainty? Am I uncertain about how to make choices in my life? Have I made a string of bad choices? Then you move to the next. You would do a lot of work on that. I'm shortening that. Uh, But you move to the next emotion, terrible. What do I mean by terrible? That's a negative emotion. Do I feel guilty, sad, angry, ashamed? What negative emotion? I'll continue with this after the break and your calls and questions. And also later in the show, we'll be talking to a thinking expert. We've got a lot on the agenda today. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show's The Rational Basis of Happiness. That means your happiness matters. Call me toll free. 1-877-DR-KENNER, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. Your future hasn't been written yet. No one's has. Your future is whatever you make it. So make it a good one. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. What you are looking for in a romantic soulmate is someone who will treasure you for what you value most in yourself, who has most of the qualities you cherish and enjoy on a daily basis, someone with whom you share fundamental values and who makes you feel visible. Your soulmate is a person you are strongly attracted to intellectually, emotionally, and sexually. This is true not only at the level of your conscious judgment, though that is critically important, but also at the deepest level of your subconscious as revealed by your emotional responses. You experience it as, this is the perfect partner for me, but you will not necessarily experience these emotional responses, valid or not, after just one meeting. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.